Star Wars 7x7 episode 2856. We're in the midst of a series of conversations about Star Wars Celebration and in particular about hosting stages at Star Wars Celebration. Earlier this week I had Amy Ratcliffe's conversation about Star Wars Celebration Europe. That was the first time she was hosting a stage at Celebration. Today we're going to start off the conversation I had with her about hosting for her second time at Celebration Orlando. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So Amy Ratcliffe hosted the behind the scenes stage at Celebration Europe in 2016 and she got the opportunity to host that stage again at Celebration Orlando in 2017. She also hosted a stage in Chicago in 2019 and she's hosting again in 2022 in Anaheim, though we don't know what stage that's going to be yet, at least as of the time of this recording, it hasn't yet been announced. But because this was her second hosting gig at Celebration Orlando, she had the you know, benefit of previous experience to bring to the conversation and also got to talk a bit about what was going on around Orlando. Not a heck of a lot she could talk about in terms of the panels themselves because at the time we had the conversation, the panels hadn't yet been announced, but there was still a lot of ground to cover. And so why don't we just cover it. <laughs> so here we go. Let's dive into part one of my conversation with Amy Ratcliffe about hosting at Celebration Orlando. Amy Ratcliffe, thank you so much for coming back on Star Wars 7x7 so soon after the last appearance. I know. I, it's like I'm spoiled. It's like you just, I feel so honored. <laughs> You're too kind. You're too kind. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you back. We had you on the show last year and actually last year i think i was in an apartment in galway ireland interviewing you for celebration, uh, for oh, celebration. that's right mm -hmm. that's right yes yeah and so we're negotiating time changes and all that sort of thing and yeah and here we are again not even a year later and you're going to be back on the stage at celebration orlando congratulations Thank you. I was, uh, I'm excited. I, I get another, get to do it again. Get to yeah. do it all again. And well-deserved too. I sat in on many of your panels and had a grand old time. And so I'm really excited that you're going to be back. Oh, thank you so much. I, it's, that's nice to hear. It was my, you know, my first time. So doing that on that scale anyway. So it was definitely a learning experience last year. <laughs> so they announced that you were going to be back in December, but uh, I have a feeling there were probably conversations that were happening prior to that. Can you shed some light on the process? Like, how did it all work out? Did they come to you and say, hey, that was great. We want you back again. Do you have to go through an application process? How did it work? Uh, basically the former. They, you know, liked, apparently, I guess, liked what I did in London and like working with me. So they, they asked me back pretty early I think it was in August nice and it was basically like hey like we enjoyed working with you if you're interested we'd like to have you back for Orlando and that was a no-brainer because I had a I had a blast I mean it was it's a lot of work but I had a great time last year so it was an immediate like yes please <laughs> and that's the best feeling to have it happen very quickly after the event so that way there's no question about it whatsoever yeah, there's not that, like, just, you know, like, after you put the job application in and you're just waiting and waiting forever. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of good to know for planning reasons, too. So I was happy to have it 
at least like locked down that early. And then it was just a matter of waiting until like or remembering, like, have we announced this yet? Like, am I allowed to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> so you say a, a lot of work goes into it. Can you share with our listeners uh, a little bit of that? Like what kind of work are you putting in to hosting a stage at Celebration? Yeah, absolutely. You know, based on my experience last year, once you, you know, once the panel schedule is locked down, uh, there's a getting in touch, at least I did with every every panel that was going to be on my stage and just discussing what they wanted to do, whether they wanted me as their host, because a few panels brought their own hosts, what I basically anything I could do to make their their panel, everything as smooth as possible. And then like I'd bug them, kind of nudge them sometimes slash bug them to like set up rehearsal times so we can make sure they're audio presentations or visual presentations or whatever they have that it all works before before they walk up on stage and you know when it's time for the panel mm-hmm. so it's going back and forth with that it's going back and forth with some questions different different panels have different needs as far as if it can be kind of loose and free form or if they have a presentation they want to follow and kind of a guided script and then once you're there We start rehearsals the day before the convention starts. So this year it'll be on Wednesday. Uh, Europe was three days, whereas Orlando was four. And we, from my experience, I don't know how it is for David and uh, Warwick Davis, but, you know, I have the panelists that we have a rehearsal schedule. They come in and basically just plug in their audio, kind of get a sense of the room. It just makes everybody feel a little more comfortable. makes me feel more comfortable because I get a chance mostly to meet people uh, at least appoint people before they, before their panel, and after that, it's just running, running with the flow for as many days as the convention lasts, pretty much all day. <laughs> so you, for all intents and purposes, are your own sort of mini event planner within the bigger event. Yes, though I have a lot of support. I have to credit Reed Expo, you know, Reed Pop, rather the the, the people who put on the convention. Mm-hmm. For just offering tremendous guidance, especially Mary Franklin, as far as, you know, and as far as giving me like, because I'm always like a person I like to, to possibly overplan, mm-hmm. which is not everybody's cup of tea. So Reed was always really supportive in helping me kind of like, I'm like, can I, is it okay if I bug the, like, if I nudge these people again to get information? And she's like, no, go for it. They're very kind about like, you know, this is your stage. Like you own it. You do what you need to do. And we are here for you. So it's kind of a fun, it's kind of a fun feeling to to take ownership of it and like not claim it as my territory because that sounds silly, but that I have some, you know, some that they trust me to kind of do what is to do what is best. Right. So it's the behind the scenes stage again. This is the same stage that you hosted last year, correct? <laughs> correct. And so can you tell me what the behind the scenes stage is all about? Like what's the particular mission of that stage as say compared to David Collins's galaxy stage or Warwick Davis's celebration stage? Sure. You know, I think definitely my lineup will be a little different in Orlando compared to what it was in Europe, just because it's in the States. There's more availability for, for behind the scenes people to, to come. Mm -hmm. And I, I, can't say anything about what will be on my stage yet, but ah. in general, <laughs> but in general, behind the scenes is 
You know, it could be a look at behind the scenes on, like, the animated series. It could be behind the scenes as far as, like, hey, let's hang out with Fantasy Flight, you know, or other licensees and talk about this is how they're making the products that you can't wait to get your hands on. And this is some of the announcements they have coming up. Or, like, with uh, we usually have a books panel with either Delray or DK Publishing or a combo. Kind of going behind the scenes of here are the authors, here are the illustrators, this is how we put this uh, for example, I think they talked about the Galactic Atlas, the maps book on my stage last year, mm-hmm. and just kind of digging a little deeper. And, and sometimes it's part presentation. Sometimes it's, you know, more of a, an informal Q&A with a, with a moderator and the panelists. So it's less, you know, it's less of directors or, or talent or that kind of thing and more of just kind of what goes into to making Star Wars and also making Star Wars products. Got it. And you said you can't share what you have on, you know, coming on your stage just yet. Just for our listeners, this is being recorded in mid-March and this is going to broadcast in the week of celebration April. So all of those details will be available now. Uh, but we can't hear about it just yet, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, Amy, can you tell us, like, do you have a say at any level on what comes onto your stage? Like, are you um, able to contribute and say, you know, I think th- this particular panel, say, like, you know, can we do a panel on, um, on say, the new Bays and Chirrut novels that are coming out and the new, you know, and the new uh, Jen Erso novel that's coming out and talk about how the Rogue One universe is going to be expanded? Like, are you able to, say, suggest an idea like that? Yes, actually, Lucasfilm and Reed reached out, uh, you know, not a, a few months ago or maybe a little before about, you know, do you have any panel ideas? And that was kind of something last year was not last minute, but, you know, being in Europe and, and I, I kind of came on late, there wasn't an opportunity to do that. So that was another thing about having a, a more of a heads up this year is I could say, yes, like, here's the list of panel ideas I would like to happen. And then discussions go from there. Gotcha. Are you able to say whether any of your ideas were accepted? Uh, no, but I can share that. Some, like, I really pushed for doing some behind the scenes uh, on the animated series. So we'll, we'll see. All right, we'll keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll back you away from the uh, from the cliff on that one, and <laughs> I'll ask you what um, some of your favorite moments from 2016's behind the sta- scenes stage behind the scenes stage. Let me get it out right. Uh, <laughs> what were some of your favorite moments from last year's? Oh, boy. Um, I think some of my highlights included, for sure, Doug Chang came by and did a presentation. He did actually kind of a keynote style, so it was nice that in that I could sit in the audience and just admire you know, his work. He has uh, been a concept artist and, and, production, and in production design in Star Wars in some way, I believe, since the prequels. I don't remember if it's since Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. But he talked about kind of the way he works and advice he got from George Lucas as he, you know, came up in Lucasfilm. And it was just, he was just remarkable and a very nice gentleman. And I would say like an unexpected highlight is that I had the senior designer for for Star Wars products from Hot Wheels on my stage. And Hot Wheels makes all the, like the character cars, Mm -hmm. which as a 
as a perch like somebody who purchases Star Wars collectibles. Like they're not my particular jam, but he was walking through the design process and how basically learning how much consideration and care they put into designing these vehicles to really bring in elements of the characters. It was fascinating. And he, uh, his name is Brian Benedict and he is just such a big star Wars fan that his enthusiasm like just was in everything he did and everything he said. And I had a delight talking to him. I was in that panel actually in the Oh, audience. you were? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And yeah, he was. And, um, he's, I gather they're, um, coming back. Um, I think there, there's a thing on there, um, on the celebration website where in the exhibitors section where they're talking about how they're going to be selling the car that was voted on by people in the audience last year, the big darks, the big dark. Oh, big dark lighter. Yeah. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I need to look up. Thank you for reminding me about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're bringing it to celebration and I don't know if they're going to do another vote for the, for next year's car. I imagine they probably would, or at least I guess it wouldn't be next year's car because we're not going to have a celebration in 2018. That is true, but maybe for the maybe they'll vote for 2019. I don't know. They could do that online too. But that yeah. was a fun part of the panel as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what would you say? You know, when you were talking earlier about it being your first time on stage, and you know, you learned a lot and so forth. Not, and again, this is not trying to pry into what's actually coming on to your stage. So don't worry. I'm not trying to get state secrets out of you. But um, what would you say are things that were, you know, that worked and were successful for you in 2016 that you want to bring to the stage in 2017? You know, what I, what I learned, especially with having licensees on the stage, is there's a way to talk about products and, and how they're made without it being a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And so there was definitely some kind of some understanding there for me as far as I'm like how like learning how I can help or try to help the panelists make a fun and informative panel without it just feeling like they're, you know, like trying to get you to buy all because you're going to buy them anyway, whatever it is. It's Star Wars. (laughs) Fantasy Flight releases a new game like they don't don't really need to push it because you're in like you're sold. Mm -hmm. So that's something I definitely do want to do more of in 2017 is just really working with people to, to make things less of a, you know, a hard and fast presentation with certain, certain guidelines or, you know, cause sometimes also there are brand, you know, it's a brand. So sometimes things have to be approved with Lucasfilm, like as far as what they're allowed to tease and how much they can. So there's some back and forth, but I want to bring just a, a more casual, fun discussion about how things are done and you know to 2017 and, and and less of a a b and c like information about our products mm-hmm. got it and how do you think you will raise the bar or um oh up the ante whatever your idiom is of choice <laughs> how, do you, <laughs> how do you think you're um going to improve upon 2016 not that there was much room for it if I may say so oh thank you I you know I think I mentioned being obsessed with over planning last time and I think one way that I can improve is just letting like being helpful and being prepared but not not being 
I don't say not putting too much thought in it because I put a lot of thought and care into it, but less rigid, I guess, mm-hmm. and have more fun and, and let that be like, and not be as stressed. Um, because at the end of the day, like last year, there was definitely a lot of nerves going into what it is. Public speaking has not always been my thing and I'm beginning to, you know, accept that it as part of what I do and it's a good skills to have as far as having a, you know, having hosting, you know, as an available skill set is helpful in this day and age of, of where media is. So it's not just letting myself have more fun and not getting all worked up and nervous about it. And I think that would, if I can, if I can nail that, mm-hmm. I think that'll come through on stage too. All right. We're going to take a pause right there and we will pick up the rest of the conversation on tomorrow's episode. So it just remains for me to say now, thank you so much for joining me for this episode and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.